0: Hey listeners, I'm Adam, and this is Can I Ask You a Question, a podcast where anyone is welcome to join me for an episode to share their thoughts on a topic of their choice. I'm looking forward to hearing new opinions and perspectives, and hopefully becoming a bit more open-minded along the way. If you're interested in joining me for a future episode, feel free to check out the sign-up link in this episode's description. All right, it's recorded. We're live.
1: Are we actually? Yeah,
0: we're live. George? It's a pleasure,
1: Adam, <laughs> my good friend.
0: Ready to talk?
1: Yeah, I guess this is uh, as good a time as ever.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you're debating a few topics. The mm-hmm. one you you wanted to talk about was virtual reality and augmented reality, and if it's going to significantly, if if you think it's going to significantly impact our lives in the future, mm-hmm. let me start off by asking you why why this topic out of all the topics, appealed to you the most?
1: Well, I think it is very current. Um, It's something that our generation and society might end up dealing with in our lifetime. So, you know, it's it's something that's very interesting and maybe if uh, it came about... Five ten years ago, we think it's science fiction, but with the leaps and bounds that science and technology has made over the short little bit of time and uh Elon Musk's recent announcement,
0: Neuralink. I mean,
1: yeah, Neuralink, like it seems like it's something that's uh right around the corner and uh something that we should definitely uh, pay attention to.
0: Okay, so you do you were saying you think it will, it, there's a good chance it'll significantly impact our lives. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Do you think it'll impact our lives for the better, the worse, or you have like no sense? Like if you had to guess,
1: I think, I think that answer is up for interpretation. Um, in my opinion, I mean, it's, it's kind of, uh, in the eyes of the beholder and, and, how you feel, um, technology is gonna, like, what direction it's gonna take in the near future. And, um, what I mean to say by that is, um, you know, this is a crazy idea, right? Like, Neuralink, the idea that you could upload yourself to an artificial intelligence or a computer system, like, that is just, whoa. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that could lead to, a lot more, you know, craziness to to, <laughs> to follow, for yeah. lack of a better word.
0: Okay, so I'm not sure about whether it would be good or bad. I, I agree, technology mm. technology can end up being good or bad. What, let me ask you this: the internet, like if we look back on the internet so far, do you have a, do you have a would you would you say it's been uh, overall good or bad for us?
1: No. Okay. N- now,
0: it's not a loaded question. I no. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I feel like, in general, it is highly dependent dependent on the person that is using the technology and yeah. their intention behind it. Right. Because right. if you use it very. You know the traditional sense of it, like, oh I'm gonna do my web searches and I'm gonna you know use it for the benefit of my life and and you know making things easier, making orders on Amazon, you know watching and and entertaining yourselves, watching videos online, listening to podcasts so on and so forth and that's one thing, but unfortunately, there's not an abundance of that specific type of person in this world, right there are people that Decide to use technology for something that is a little bit more um, sinister, in a sense. You know, deep web is a real thing, and yeah. you know that is a a topic in in its own right. But obviously, with the advancements in this type of technology, and you know, the ability to really enter within a, pers- a person's being and just having those type of people out there. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of things could happen and uh, there could be a lot of negative impacts uh, depending on, you know, what people choose to do with this type of technology.
0: Yeah. Do you think, do you think it comes down to like, if it's like a company versus nonprofit? Cause I'm thinking about like Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. I think generally that's a nonprofit. Everyone says like, no one, no one really would describe Wikipedia as, a bad thing or maybe I'm wrong, but that's my perspective versus like Facebook and social media is a lot more hotly contested, whether or not it's good or bad for us. And I think it sounds like a large part of that is because it's a company because Mm -hmm. it's for profit. Their mandate is like to make money. And sometimes they'll do things that are not in the best interest of us because they need to make more money. And in order to do that, they need to, uh service more ads, which means they have to keep us on the app longer even if we don't need to
1: yeah absolutely there's uh there's definitely it's all about intent right again, like with this type of technology and you're absolutely right, like you know when things get commoditized then uh, money is involved, especially yeah. um and you're dealing with big corporations whose main importance and, and and reason to sustain is um you know really to make their shareholders happy and and meet their bottom line um you know that that's when the the waters could really be muddied right um because in 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 that case in that scenario you're absolutely right like this technology could definitely be abused and uh used for a sort of monetary gain right like if organizations you know think that hey we need to just up the amount of ads that we show people and this technology is around where you could link yourself up to you know the worldwide wide web through your your brain like that's a dangerous recipe right Right.
0: so What are your thoughts? Let's say virtual reality reaches a point Mm -hmm. where it becomes indistinguishable from reality. So, like, you Mm -hmm. can't tell the difference. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think Elon Musk has said this pretty much. Like, the graphics are getting better and better. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it might take time. But you have to assume, assuming things keep getting better and better, eventually it's going to reach a point where it's that good. So, like, in theory, I feel like once it gets that good, first of all, in terms of, like, work – like, remote work mm-hmm. becomes, like, a lot more easy because it's like you're there mm-hmm. and you can be in the middle of nowhere or whatever. Also, people, I guess, already form, like, like relationships online mm-hmm. through, like, I don't know, even, like, games, like, what are the... Po- like, MapleStory and that stuff. I don't know why I thought of that. I never even played MapleStory. No, but I get your idea. Yeah. yeah, so I'm just wondering, like, I guess, what are some examples of ways you think like virtual reality will change people's lives like is it their personal life is it work is it like everything
1: i i think it's a bit of everything right like it depends how how quickly things change and and how fast this technology develops right like if we suddenly have the ability to put ourselves in a in a virtual setting where it's completely identical to uh, the world we live in i think that's a different topic of conversation i feel like this um, where this technology might head, it, it's, it's gonna be a, a very crucial point in, in human existence where people are eventually gonna decide whether or not they wanna, uh, continue and, and progress in life in their physical form or upload themselves and, and, and be somewhere in, 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 in the web, right? So, to really answer your question, like, I feel like it just really depends on on, on how quickly everything changes and and what the abilities are, right? Like, I I have a a strong belief that people are going to try to do everything in their power to make their lives easier and more convenient, right? So once that convenience piece is over there... And they're able to attain it in some way, shape, or form, be it, you know, a virtual grocery store where you don't have to leave the comfort of your, your living room to to go and experience right. shopping.
0: Or try on clothing. Or sh-
1: try on clothing, absolutely. Then then obviously people are getting, And there's, like, so many science fiction movies that um, emphasize this exact, you know, thing. Like, I'm thinking... We talked about Ready Player One. Yep, yeah, Ready Player One. Surrogate...
0: Oh, yeah, it sure yeah it's Yeah,
1: Yeah. That like, was a cool movie. At, that was, like,
0: 10 years old or 15 years old. It was a while right? ago. But, like... That was cool.
1: That's the, And back to the point that I made. Five, ten years ago, like, this was considered science fiction. But now with, like, everything that's kind of uh, come up, like, this could be real.
0: There are still a lot of doubters of virtual reality. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I'm with you. I think it's going to be big. I think it's just a matter of time.
1: But even, like... The developments within just like Neuralink, the the idea that you can manipulate uh, individual humans' electrodes in, in 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 their nerve endings of their brain, like that in itself, like that is such a breakthrough that can lead to so much more, right? Yeah. And so it's it's just wild to even like think about.
0: Yeah. Um, any aspects of this you want to go into specifically, or I can keep. Yeah. Asking things.
1: Keep asking things.
0: All right. I'm trying to think.
1: Do you have a hot take? On what?
0: On virtual reality where it's headed? Um,
1: Where do you feel it's going to head in the next 10, 15, 20 years? What what is it going to look like? Like, do you think that people are going to opt for the convenience of it all? Yeah. Do you think that it's going to come to a point, like I mentioned, where people are going to have to decide being in a in a physical vessel being their their body or or uploading themselves into the the virtual world like what do you think is going to happen
0: i think like we were talking about with remote work Mm -hmm. i think that could become like big right you see like a big platform where you like work with people like online through your virtual reality glasses. You're just going to plug in and you're going to be right in.
1: there in the office with all your uh, coworkers. Yeah,
0: and like you said, it, it comes down to people wanting convenience. It's convenient to be able to do this from your home. Yeah. Um, you can live in more of a rural area where cost of living is a lot cheaper, but still have access to like good jobs. Um, so that could be something. I think phones could turn into... Phones could be replaced by like glasses or contact lenses of sort, mm. because it's kind of kind of like Google Glass. I know that never took off, but I feel like it's still someone will do it right, and the time will come. Like sometimes I feel like it's not the right time for the technology, right. but like having to look down at a small five inch screen versus like as we're talking, like a small pop up comes up in my view. Like I think that's pretty cool, and I think. I think that will become mainstream. And mm. then with the Neuralink thing, this is just one use case, like one potential use case. There's like endless use cases oh, for yeah. it. Oh, yeah, 150 But one that yeah. I think about a lot is a lot of times I think of something I need to do in the future, mm. but I just don't write it down because either I don't think of writing it down, like I don't – for whatever my reason my mind doesn't think, okay, open up your phone and write this down to do mm. later – but like, if your mind is like linked to this, it could automatically like sort these oh, thoughts and then right. remind you later. Or like, oh, what? you
1: added calendar item because you thought that oh, I need to go. Uh, you know, grab some pick apples the from the store. Yeah, pick yeah, up yeah. the projector. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: or, but a lot of times, I even like I think I think to myself, okay, I wish I could write this down, but maybe I'm like cooking and my hands are dirty, or. I don't know, I'm doing something where my hands aren't free. Maybe I'm in the shower and I have a thought. This way it would like automatically like sort it. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. I might have went a little off topic there.
1: No, no, no. But I feel like that sort of technology kind of exists. Google Home and Alexa. True.
0: Yeah, it's getting closer to that. <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: but now True. it's all going to be kind of integrated within your own person, which is just nuts yeah and you know what's crazy we we talked about the topic of like corporations getting involved and 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 this that, and the other um i think that's very important to note that people are more and more willing to give up their privacy than ever before right um i think i i read about this experiment um that someone did on on a university campus where Uh, They offered cookies for people to literally give up a list of their personal information. Um, That could be from, like, their first car, uh, first pet name, you know, these typical intimate security questions.
0: Yeah.
1: And they were so willing to give it up for the price of, what, a cookie?
0: Oh, so these were like security questions. But it was people just kind of a form
1: that, that people were yeah, writing yeah. down. And they were just so willing yeah. to do it that, you know, it, it just like emphasizes even like no one really reads terms of use or when they sign up for things and, you know, post things online. Like there's the lines are being blurred between, all right, this is my private life and this is what my social life is going to look like so that being said people are more and more willing to invite companies um into their private lives into uh what it is they're interested about and honestly i think this could really help push technology uh further because like i don't think it's far-fetched to think that eventually you know let's say apple as a company decides to Uh, have a new watch but the way that you get this watch is you have to surgically implant it into your hand people are going to be willing to do that at at, at a certain point in time like you were mentioning like sometimes technology is a little bit too fresh and and people are just not there yet yeah i feel like just not there yet is gonna happen sooner than we we anticipate right because even this idea of like surgically implanting something inside of you like like, if you think about it, like, wow, you're literally letting a company in, in inside of you, like, they can track so much information that, you know, you might not even, like, think that they, they, they would or, or have access to. And that's going to be the future. Yeah. People are going to be cool with that.
0: Yeah. So, it's a good point. There's... So there's the aspect of like like you said, you sign up for terms of use mm-hmm. that you're giving away your data and often we don't even realize that. We don't no. understand what they're doing with their data. No,
1: absolutely not. That
0: that I feel like is more the company's fault than our own because like we genuinely don't realize the stuff they're up to. But the thing that I find crazy is when like you said we willingly give it away for that cookie. Yeah. Or I know very recently, I don't know if you saw the article in the States, mm-hmm. Amazon. I think gave people like a ten dollar Amazon credit mm. if they were willing to give away their data to Amazon. Like Amazon said, we're gonna we'll give you ten dollars if you let us like follow all your search data to all these websites. And like, I don't know how many people did it, but like, just crazy to me. Like, it's just weird because you don't. I think the issue is we don't know what that's worth. Like if no. Amazon, Amazon said, I'll give you ten dollars to scrape to f- follow your search history. I have no sense of what that data is worth is it worth right, ten dollars is it worth a thousand dollars
1: but yeah and you know you make a very valid point right there right like this this data to this company right that has the technology and strong algorithms to understand behaviors and patterns are going to be able to you know really do some maniacal things with that information if they really wanted to right if you know, like I, I, I just know that the algorithms out there are so strong, and they're able to predict so much that I feel like we're really just scratching the surface with you know, what we know about it. Right? Like I, I feel like um, eventually these algorithms can, you know, manipulate you and and make you do certain things. Uh, subconsciously maybe that you're not even thinking of and to your point we don't know the value of this data that's why we're so okay with like giving it up yeah right and 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 i think that sure the company is a, a, at fault but people you know are uh, we're at fault too yeah. right like we should do a better job of educating ourselves and and understanding what we're really signing up for yeah um but i mean like i think that even topics like this are going to be put on a pedestal and emphasized even more once this technology rapidly changes and and grows and and becomes this sci-fi world that that we're discussing now
0: um focusing focusing on some of the good that i've seen cuz i mm. feel like we've been focusing a lot of the bad that could come of it yeah. but some of the cool stuff i've seen that is already being used today with virtual reality. Um, one is, for instance, like surgeons can wear... Vir- like, I yeah. think they're already doing it. They'll put on some virtual yeah, yeah. reality glasses and practice certain surgeries yeah. that otherwise they wouldn't been able to.
1: Actually, surgeries happen from across the world. Remotely, right? Remotely, yeah. yeah
0: virtually, pretty much. Exactly. So that's cool. Um, another one is like... I. I think this is already in use people with like anxiety and stuff like that can put them on and they can be on like a beach with like calming, soothing music. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty much, it can help trick your brain into like calming it. Um, Another one is like the Oculus go in those ones. Mm -hmm. I think Google earth is one of like the most popular apps Mm -hmm. and like you can pretty much feel like you're, like anywhere on earth mm-hmm. and like one thing I heard was like let's say you're someone with like a disability and you're not actually yeah. able to travel this allows you was, to experience yeah. things that you can't otherwise so that's sweet mm-hmm. um, yeah
1: I actually heard that uh, portions of this technology as as it grows and develops um, just being able to unlock the brain and different like hemispheres within the brain uh, that controls different functions in the person Actually heard uh, that um, this could potentially even help individuals that have lost some sort of motor function um, because it it could kind of connect the nerve endings. That and I don't know if you. I heard that. That was yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. I didn't
0: fully wrap my head around it, but
1: it's it, it's wild, right? Because. You know, again, we were talking about the bad, but there's so much good that can, can, can come of this too. And we're, again, the, scratching the surface of like what we know and, 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 uh, what this is actually capable of. Yeah. But like, that would be wild. Maybe.
0: So Uh, that example was something like maybe you're you're paralyzed from the waist down. Exactly. You wear these glasses, you tell the person to think about moving their right leg or something. And in the virtual world, their right leg moves and it like rebuilds like the connection with their actual physical leg. Was it something like that?
1: Something like that, but I think even further, right? Like maybe this could be a method that's used to, all right, you upload your um, your brain or, or whatever and uh maybe we come to a point in time where uh you know you go to the doctors it's a virtual doctor right and they run a diagnostic and they see what's wrong with your phys- uh, physical body and then virtually right then and there through i don't know all the all the, the wiring that's that's going to be there um, just because of the nature of, of of the technology maybe they could repair some of this you know not so not only could you, you know, experience it within the virtual world, but, you know, in the physical world, you're also actually, prepared and you're actually you're healed. Physical. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, that, that's something that's like also hard to wrap your head around, but like, Hey, we might very well be on the cusp of, of, of just that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Something, something I thought about kind of unrelated to this but um, i realized like when i've tried putting on like oculus go and stuff mm-hmm. let's say like i'm in one of the games in it where i'm like just in a room mm-hmm. so the the pixel quality the resolution still not great so it's mm-hmm. still like blurry obviously relative to the real world right so i could be in like a re- in the in the game i'm in like a very basic room low resolution there's not much going on but i find like i I find it very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I, I find everything interesting. Like the way the table looks in the mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. everything's so interesting. Versus, like real life, we real life is like the best resolution. Mm-hmm. And like you go outside, and a lot of times, at least me, sometimes I'm like heads down. I'm not taking in like all the interesting stuff around me, like mm-hmm. the nature around me, like. Mm-hmm like birds going by i know this sounds stupid but like, no 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 I, why is it that i i don't find that interesting which is like so much more immersive yet i go into a virtual reality thing which is nowhere near as immersive uh-huh. as the real world yet i find that more interesting sometimes
1: i think uh well my answer to that would probably be uh the the newness of it right like people by nature are attracted to lights and sounds and 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 things that are different different right and i feel like the initial stages of it right because you haven't been exposed to this virtual augmented reality for too long it's just new and fresh and exciting and you're just drawn to it because it's so different different.
0: so like when you travel to a new city you're yeah you're so immersed you, in everything exactly
1: you're looking around and you're taking in the sights and sounds and and how everything's so different and yeah absolutely
0: it'd be cool to like feel that way like always because like most of the time or maybe i don't know maybe you have a take that that's not a good thing mm-hmm. but like yeah i feel like a lot of times obviously most of the time for most people you're not traveling most of the time you right. have your routine your routine and I don't know because of that I feel like I'm not taking in things always I'm not fully present yeah and I feel like it'd be beneficial if I was
1: no absolutely absolutely but I would probably just challenge you to look at it a little bit different right if you have a certain routine try to change it up a little bit and see if that like maybe if you take one certain way to to work and listen to a certain podcast maybe take the headphones out and walk a different way and taking the sights and sounds. I mean...
0: It's a good point. I, I try to do that. I should do more. I, pro- I take the same route to work every day. Yeah. Like, I could probably go 30 seconds out of my way and take a whole different route. Absolutely. Trip.
1: And see if that changes things. But, like... It probably would. Decided. At the end of the day, I think it's still just that routine element of it. Right? And, and even with this, right, it could be new and fresh and the latest and greatest thing. And that's where all your attention is because all the bright lights and sounds. But... Maybe eventually that that dissipates and disappears. Maybe unless you know the technology gets to a point where it's you can't tell the real versus the reality. Every day you wake up
0: in like a different world that looks completely. And right. and
1: maybe in in that case, but then are you really living your life right? Like then it's 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 a different reality, right? It's not the one that we find ourselves in right now, right? Like we need routine, right? Normal people work nine to fives, if not a, a different working hour, but that's just part of it. And you need to do that because you need a job to sustain and, and be able to, to cover your necessities. Um, but maybe eventually in, in a world where you have the decision that, Hey, you either upload your yourself to this physical world or, or stay in the, or sorry, rather the virtual world or, or stay in the physical world. Um, That's, that's kind of the decision you have to make, right? Do you want to keep going with the daily grind or do you want to find yourself in the new tropical paradise every single day? Who knows?
0: Yeah. So does it, does it not seem like, for instance, around the traveling thing, Mm. if it becomes so good Mm -hmm. that it's indistinguishable from reality Mm -hmm. and like the whole world is mapped out hypothetically, Mm -hmm. there could be hypothetically no reason to travel. Because no. it's ch- way cheaper to to do this virtually versus actually get a plane ticket. Hypothetically, like is that is that a bad thing? Like is that something we should be concerned about? <laughs> it,
1: it would be interesting to see if it ever uh, managed to get to that point, yeah. right? Because like if you think about it, traveling is such a huge, huge global industry, yeah. right? It brings up it brings in so much revenue on on a global scale, right? Like a lot of countries. Like, they, they really lean on tourism yeah. as, as, a, as a source of revenue and a source of uh, economic growth, right? And on top of that, like, if you think about the industries, the, you know, oil industry to, to get that that fuel going for the, the planes, the travel industry being the planes, the planes themselves, like, everyone needs to keep going and keep sustaining, and the only way to do it is lobby the governments and make sure that things don't change. So it could be a barrier of entry for, for this aspect of the technology um, just because there's so much monetary, um, you know, issues at stake, right? Like that's, that's the main, that's the main bit. Like I'm sure these companies wouldn't want you to just plug in and, quick and easy, nice and cheap, and they're not seeing any sort of money from that, like, I don't know if that's going to sit too well with them, and on top of that, like, the point about the the countries and and their revenue from the tourism, like, that's something that you just can't go around, like, this is just the way that the world is set up.
0: Something I almost forgot to talk about was, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but I think it's possible in in, like, the next 10 years or 10 years from now that you'll be able to sit like courtside virtual reality at any nba game like That'd you get like sweet. a lead pass, lead pass and like you're there it and would be a so streaming realistic. service and something i was thinking about now even let's say these virtual reality are no longer glasses but like contact lenses uh-huh. let's say players are wearing this stuff and you can you could literally toggle to any view so like here you're like living lebron like yeah <laughs> that would be crazy <laughs>
1: And then transfer that into the video game. And now you're LeBron oh, view you. 2K yeah. just because <laughs> they're, they're able to get all the shots and execution right. Like,
0: Have you seen, um, for gaming in virtual reality, there's like this hamster wheel type thing?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, the- where people are kind of, um, I actually recently on my trip to Europe, I popped in a comic book store and I saw someone playing some VR. How they were set up is, uh, it was kind of like, they're standing on like this kind of like semi circular thing and they're strapped in the middle of it. And they have their two, uh, joysticks in e- each hand.
0: Was it like a reverse physi- sphere?
1: Yep. And they're physically running around in it. Yeah. Right? But they obviously, since they're kind of strapped in, they're, they're, kind of static, static in that one, in one spot, spot. But their feet are moving yeah. and as a result their character is moving on the screen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: It's it's wild. Yeah. It's wild. And like, you know, I stood a little bit too close to the guy and I saw him swing his hand and even notice me, you know? Like
0: Yeah. Yeah, your mind gets fooled really easily into thinking it's real reality. I tried the, I think it's the HTC Vive. It's one of the virtual reality headsets. This just yeah. like two or three years ago now. It was crazy. Like, I put it on, and this was one of the headsets where um, as you, like, walked around, it, like, traced your movement. So, like, as you walked, you moved in the game too. Mm-hmm. I don't think Oculus Go does that. I think just Oculus Go as you turn your head left and right you mm-hmm. move but you can't actually physically walk around. Mm-hmm. Anyways, with this one I was like on top of a mountain mm-hmm. and the graphics were good. They obviously weren't as good as real life, but like I was scared to like step off the mountain yeah. like because my brain was tricked. I was literally I wouldn't step. Yeah. Which is crazy to me how easily your brain gets fooled by Yeah, you.
1: absolutely. I yeah, I mean, that's a very interesting phenomenon, and uh, I know a lot of people experience that, right? Like, if you go into a simulator like that, and yeah. maybe you go up and down on a roller coaster, like, you'll legitimately, some people who, who are sensitive that, to, to that type of stuff might legitimately feel sick afterwards. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, your your brain gets tricked. It, it doesn't really know know better, and... uh Yeah.
0: What else? I'm trying to think.
1: Yeah, this is a pretty is thorough topic. This is an interesting talk. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think if I can think of anything else. Uh, okay, going back to the original question, which was, do you think virtual reality and aug- augmented reality will change our lives? I think we. I think we talked about some cool stuff around that
1: yeah i think it's a definite yes like i think we're both uh in the same boat over here we both think that there's definitely going to be an impact
0: yeah i think are we still undecided on whether it's going to end up being a good or bad thing for the world i feel like
1: my final thoughts on that would would be that there's going to be two sides to this coin right you're going to have the people that have positive intentions and want to make sure that they unlock the true potential of this technology and you're also going to have people that try to exploit it and do everything they can to you know benefit themselves in in a more sinister light
0: totally agree but i would argue the internet is the same thing oh yeah like you said like dark web exists and stuff like that but I I have an opinion on whether or not overall the internet has been a good thing for the world. Like let's say hypothetically the internet could have never been invented. Mm-hmm. Like would it would we be better off? Like I have an opinion on that. Do you have one?
1: Yeah, for sure. So do
0: you, do you think it's been overall a net positive for for humanity or or net negative?
1: I feel like. That's a, that's a difficult question so to just undecided. like answer right on the spot. So I, I'd really have to think about it because again, there's so much positive like that has come from it and there's a, 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 a lot, lot of, of negative. negative, right? So
0: I lean, I lean pretty strongly towards net positive.
1: Net positive. Yeah.
0: But I'd have to think about it more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, yeah, I think just its ability to connect people.
1: I was going to say globalization. This world yeah. is smaller than it's ever been before.
0: And I think generally that's a good thing. Yeah. But I also am concerned about, like, while it has connected us, it's also disconnecting us in that, like, technically we're connected to people via, like, Instagram, Mm -hmm. but that's not true relationships. Like, true relationships, to me at least, still today, are, like, you got to see them in person. Oh, yeah. And then next best is, like, talk on the phone. Next best is text. And then, like, at the very bottom of the rung is, like just liking and retweeting or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: So, but then that sparks like another debate, like is the need for human interaction gonna overtake the need to be connected and, 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 and have this kind of convenience factor where you, you know, again, like the idea of sitting at your living room and then just being plugged in, like, is that gonna, uh, you know, take precedent over actually physically going out and seeing your friends and and building those relationships because on top of that you build up a lot of social skill sets too yeah right like and and if we have a a generational shift where people are less likely to do that then that's gonna evoke whole other mess of problems in, in society
0: Oh, I have a question that I just thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you, say, would you say it's fair to say that either the majority or just a lot of people in today's world have insecurities about their physical appearance? Do you think that's fair to say or no? I think... Meaning, meaning you might be people... It causes them at least a little bit of stress on a daily basis either about their weight, what they're wearing their opinion, their athleticism, like those type of things? Like, do you think so or no?
1: I think that's always been a problem. Okay. Um, I think people um, do have certain opinions on, on, on this, uh, themselves and uh, are very self-conscious in in that matter. But I also think that the idea that this world has become so small and so interconnected through social media hasn't helped that at all. Right. Because now that you have this other platform um, where people are liking and sharing and uh, it's, it's doesn't really, it, it's, it's right there and it's quantifiable because you can see the amount of likes that you have on a photo. Like that's, that doesn't help. Right. And if you're self-conscious already and you build this notion in your head that, hey, I don't mean anything unless I get 100 likes on my last picture, then you're just going farther and further down the rabbit hole, right? So, like, I do think that this has had a negative impact on the way that people kind of perceive themselves, right? And this kind of just exaggerates this problem.
0: I agree. Where I was was going with this was I was thinking, let's say we're in a future where everyone spends like almost all their time in this virtual world, kind of like the movie Surrogates. And let's say you can create your avatar to be however you want. So if in real life your insecurity is you feel you're overweight, you can give yourself the perfect figure you want. If you feel like you're too scrawny, you can make yourself as Mm -hmm, buff mm -hmm. as you want, whatever. I'm wondering, I was thinking maybe this solves this issue of insecurities that we have in the real world, but thinking more about what you said about how it's really about the likes and stuff like that and comparing yourself to others, yeah. maybe this still doesn't solve it because even no. if you design the perfect avatar, if your avatar is not getting enough likes and stuff on this yeah. on this virtual reality social media, Absolutely. you're still going to feel shitty.
1: Absolutely. So maybe
0: that still doesn't solve it
1: maybe it still doesn't solve it. And like, I don't think it's the greatest move to kind of hide your insecurities in a, in a profile that is completely opposite of who you are. Right. Like that just, it separates your identity and, and it makes you in essence, two different people. Right. Yeah. Cause.
0: And we already have that to some extent because like, yeah. We both agree that social media, most people agree that like you look at someone's social media profile, that's not them on average on a daily basis. It's it's not anyone's fault, but for whatever reason, it's set up so that we only generally speaking our social media is like our highlights of our lives, our yeah. vacations, whatever, Absolutely. Our celebrations.
1: And 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 see that's kind of what it has transitioned into because I don't know Let's, let's go to the earlier days of Instagram, and I'm not saying I was there on the first wave, yeah. but I was. I believe I was there within the first five years of its existence. Yeah. And initially, I don't know about you, I don't know if you noticed the same thing, but people would share anything. Yeah. Anything and everything. Yeah. could be like a picture of, oh, I was just on a walk. Yeah. And then eventually as it gained traction and popularity and people started building these ideas of what normal rules and conventions of it, oh, I need to make sure that I maintain a certain amount of likes, oh, my profile has to be curated, and it turned into this world where everything is perfect, or it seems to be perfect, across every profile you go to. It's weird. It's weird, right? And... I feel like some people worry and focus on that more so than living their lives at some point because it's kind of like, oh, I need to get this shot for my Instagram so people think I'm living my best life and enjoying myself. But at the end of the day, I'm looking at the screen and am I getting those likes that I anticipate? Right. And then it goes back to what I'm saying like, are you really actually living your life? <laughs> yeah. It's very, like, it's, a, it's, it's vain, right? Like, at the end of the day, like, if you have 100 or 200 or 300 likes on a, on a photo, the, is that really going to change, you know, yeah. much? Yeah. No.
0: And in, in fairness to, like, Instagram, it's, they've, they did something that, like, kind of is a step in the right direction. The like, counts? in, Canada, in yeah. Canada, they stopped showing the number yeah, of Yeah, yes. So that's a, good, that's a good step. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Because I, I mean,
0: totally agree a big issue is the comparison of number of likes.
1: I mean, it still doesn't change the fact that people attempt to have it be as curated as possible, right? So you're putting out a profile that's not the reality of your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this didn't affect the recording. I don't think it did. Um Anyways, probably have to wrap this
1: up. Yeah. No Thank you. Thank you for having me, Adam. It was your, a pleasure. You're a gracious host
0: your gracious and a better guest. man. You too.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to Can I Ask You a Question? If you liked this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating on iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening from so that more people like you can discover it. Also, it'd be super helpful if you'd be willing to leave some feedback on any ideas you have for improving future conversations using the link in this episode's description. Thanks again and see you next time.